You're listening to Journal with Jenny. This podcast will give you ideas to apply writing and journaling strategies that will help you focus on what matters most to you while exploring some of life's big questions. This is your host, Jennifer Traster, a mom, wife, teacher, learner, and expert in using journaling and writing that will empower you to write your best life story and live it. Our guest, Pam Buston, is a writer, performer, storytender, and the award-winning author of the novel, Mostly Happy. The stage plays Saddles in the Rain, The Passage of Georgia O'Keeffe, and Barefoot, as well as CBC radio dramas, Coffee and Lloyd, The White Car Project, and Talking with the Dead. I feel so honored to have Pam on the podcast today. And she uses journaling in a myriad of ways. So you are going to learn so much from Pam and you're just going to be completely inspired today. So I'm super excited to have her on. Welcome, Pam. I'm so happy that you're joining us today. And I'm looking forward to our conversation and hearing all about how you use journaling. Uh, Thank you so much, Jenny. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Yeah. So could you just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, My name is Pam Buston, and I usually live up in the wilds of northern Ontario, uh, a little bit out in the bush, just outside a small town, in a shaky shack on the shores of a river. And uh, I live there with my partner, who's a playwright, Mm -hmm. and we have all the amenities of high-speed internet, power, phone, but we do not have running water. Oh, wow. That's, I know. We, we pump our water off the back step. Oh, my And goodness. part of what we love to do is be there in the summer and then try to escape somewhere warm in the winter, like okay. Mexico or something like that, nice. which is why we don't have running water. Okay. But this winter, um, I'm actually back in my hometown, which mm-hmm. is Regina, Saskatchewan, because I'm serving as the writer-in-residence uh, for the Regina Public Library. Wow. And this is amazing. So I, I work with writers doing one-on-one stuff, and then I do workshops and things like that. So I'm a playwright and a novelist. I write essays. I write all sorts of things, but not really poetry. That's just for myself. Yes. <laughs> well, nice. Wow. I. That's so cool that you're a writer-in-residence. I'm sure the community yeah. is loving that and taking advantage of all of your time and knowledge and that's just awesome yeah it's good it's been really really busy there's a lot of um one-on-one work with writers Uh and then i'm running a weekly writing circle Mm -hmm. and i just got back just now from um, doing a school visit so i was in a fourth year education class at the university that is that is so cool (laughs) <laughs> I love that for you and for the town. Jeez, that's oh, thank lucky you. to have you. So <laughs> tell us, Pam, how did you get started journaling? Well, as always, it's a very interesting story, right? Yes. Um, I was always a big reader as a kid. Like mm-hmm. I remember learning to read and how exciting that was. And so I loved words and I knew that telling stories was a magic thing. even telling true stories, right? Mm -hmm. So in the beginning, when I first started to write things down, it it came from a place of making things real. I grew up in a bit of a 
a dark place, a mm-hmm. bit of a violent household as a child. Yeah. And there were things that happened in the night that no one talked about in the day because mm-hmm. we were very shiny on the surface, sure. right? Mm-hmm. And so you start to, d- did that happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Even though I have a bruise or my sister has a bruise or my mother has bruises, nobody talked about it. Wow. So I could write and I would go out and I would write down what happened and then I would read it on the paper and then I would burn it mm-hmm. because I couldn't have that sitting around anywhere. I right. couldn't let anyone find that writing. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of, yeah, a way to to get things out of my body, to see them on the page and like this happened and it made them real. Mm-hmm. And then I could burn it because I didn't have to keep it. It was the act of writing it down that was the magic, right, in my kid mind. Mm -hmm. And I think still, (laughs) it's like grown-up mind. Yeah. So then uh, then I started writing diaries, like, you know, our little five-year diaries with Mm -hmm. the little lock and key that we had. And some of those I also destroyed (laughs) once they were full. Or if I said something that I thought someone might read and mm-hmm. it might hurt their feelings. Right. So I do sometimes that too. <laughs> do you do that? I know, right? I it's do like, that too. Gonna read this. But you know, and, it's the best way to process. And you said like, get it out of your body and just get it on paper, witness it. And then you can burn it or rip it up or whatever yeah. you need to do. But sometimes when you are in conflict with another person, you don't really want them to read that and how you were feeling in that moment in time. You don't want to make it that permanent. You're just trying to process it. And so burning it or ripping it up is, you know, something I do too. So I understand that. And then sometimes I, I, I remember like one particular diary. I was like, I had two diaries, right? I had like the real one that was hidden. Mm -hmm. And then I had one that I, I kind of wrote for my mom. And it was just full of lies. It was just oh lies. My it was gosh, lies, lies, so lies. I was so deceptive as a child, right? Crazy. A fake diary. I haven't a heard of that. Diary. I'm curious if any of our listeners yeah. have done that. That's great. I can't be alone. I can't be alone. I'm sure you're not. Oh, man. And then when I started to, like, okay, really journal, you know, going to therapy and mm-hmm. journaling. Yeah. And telling the truth in my journals, I made a pact with my friend Anna mm-hmm. that when I died, because I sh- assumed I would die before her, she would get into my apartment. She always has a key to wherever I live. Right. And she would gather up all my journals and take them away before my family got there. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's funny. I, I do that. I did that too with my friend Tara. Yeah. We both have a pact like that. Yes. That if anything happens to us, you get into our house and you find the journals and you take them away because you take them away. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's just some things you just want kept to yourself and for no one else. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And like you said, I don't want people reading the things we think in the moment or we feel in the moment. Right. And Mm -hmm. then we move past them, but there it is, you know, Yeah. I hate you or whatever. Right. That could be very hurtful or, Something to somebody, yeah. Yeah. And um, so now, these days, I I continue to journal, and Mm -hmm. I have a variety of journals now. So I do some different things with journals. I can't wait for you to tell our listeners about these. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and tell me if I'm just like hogging the conversation. No, here. no, you're great. This is okay. Uh, such... So right now I have um, sort of three different journals on the go because mm-hmm. I have this job job right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's super busy, right? So I'm super busy mm-hmm. with my work for the library and I'm still trying to do my own writing work. So in the mornings for my morning ritual, I do something I call the scrib, which is the scribble, right? right. Uh-huh. And that is a, a journal that I do by hand in a, like a big black sketchbook. Or I have this thing called a remarkable tablet oh, <laughs> that's cool. like you yeah. can write by hand on it and then it can translate to text. Right. Not perfectly, but it works well. Mm-hmm. So it's um, easier than carrying around my big black sketchbooks, right? Especially right. if I'm traveling. Yeah. That's but I can a great still write idea. by hand. It still feels like right. writing. I love that idea. Yeah. yeah. It works really well. And that is sort of, I guess that'd be like a sort of a typical journal. Mm-hmm. And also across speech with um, Julia Cameron's morning pages. Right. So it's kind of like day-to-day happenings and also the brain dump. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So yes. sometimes I can feel like the script, um, it, it can get to this place where I'm just like ruminating on how much I hate my hair. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sort of hate that, right? Because I'm well, like, oh, I want my journal to be like, Anais Lynn, you know, <laughs> I want it to be like this beautiful, important, interesting thing. Yeah. But really, sometimes I just need to talk about how much I don't like my hair. So <laughs> exactly. I'll do that. It all gets yeah. to be there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then I have um, sort of for work, work days and work life, I do something that my friend Leah Pass, who's a who's an artist of many things, a writer, an embroidery artist sort of thing. She does this thing called interstitial journaling. Wow. She's very medical. So yeah. this, this phrase, I was like, what is that? What does that even mean? Mm-hmm. And um, she told me it's about the spaces in between things. So mm-hmm. I looked it up and interstitial means of forming or occupying interstitches, the interstitial space. Mm-hmm. And it's about living in the spaces between individual sand grains in the soil or aquatic sentiments, okay. sediments. Yeah. So that's the biological term. So what it really is, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a to-do list on steroids. That's okay. how it feels to me. Yeah. So I sit down in the morning and I kind of lay out my priorities, right? Like, mm-hmm. what do I need to get done today? What do I want to get done today? And what's my dream thing I would also get done? Right. It's always way too much, right? Right. And then um, I sort of lay it out for myself. Okay. You know, I um, I have a little note here. Yeah. So it's, uh, I, I block time. I use time blocks for it. Mm-hmm. So I would have the priorities and then I lay them into like deep focus sessions. Like maybe I can do two or three of those hopefully three and that's like a 90 minute session where i'm just gonna write or i'm gonna read and respond Mm -hmm. to another writer's work that sort of thing and then in between that i put some tiny things because sometimes big things i started doing this when i was working on a novel so it'd be like big deep sessions but you know it just goes on and on and on right? right and sometimes you need a little dopamine hit right so i'd be like okay uh you know, do respond to five emails. 
Okay. And then you feel like you did a thing, right? You can check them off. Mm -hmm. And then I would do another focus session, right? Okay. And I like that because you're being so intentional. It works good. And and I would also make like very small. I try to keep it. I try not to take too much time in that journal. Uh So I have the time blocks. I actually put the time. Okay. And then I put a very short note about how I'm feeling. Like as I go into a task, like I really don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And then how I feel at the end of the day, like, huzzah, I did all the things, right? <laughs> or yeah, I did that's most great. of the things. Yeah. I and like I have that. to schedule in breaks too, because otherwise I won't get up from my computer. Yes. So I have that I put problem those too, where I'm really in flow and I just want to yeah. keep going and I have this thing I want to finish. But I have yeah. realized I have to take breaks because otherwise I, I get completely burnt out. And then yes. you don't want to come back to it. So I've noticed that too. I need to schedule breaks for myself and I have to hold myself to that. And yes, yeah, I like how this is very intentional. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm a tracker, right? I uh-huh. like to track things. Yeah. <laughs> so my final third journal that I okay. keep is uh, a process journal. Mm-hmm. And this is particularly useful to me when I'm on a big project like a novel. Okay. Uh, um, I've started to use it like, cause now I like it so much. I, I use it when I'm writing smaller things too, but, but it's definitely useful when you're working on a big book, like a right. novel or a nonfiction book, any kind of big project. Mm-hmm. And this was an idea that I picked up from a beautiful friend, I Jennifer Loudon. Yes. Uh, when I first did her, get your scary shit done course. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And I keep this one pretty simple too. I have a template. And because uh, I like fill in the blank, right? Right. So I try to not get too carried away with taking hours and hours to do it. I do it super fast. Okay. So uh, when I'm doing a novel or a big project, I keep this in Scrivener because mm-hmm. I use Scrivener for my big projects. Right. Uh, and if I'm doing just smaller things, then I do it in, um, I used to do it in Evernote. Now I do it in Mac Journal. So this is usually a keyboarding one for me. Okay. Most of my journals are, I like handwriting, but right, this one too. I keyboard in okay. and I keep it with the project. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I'll just tell you guys my little template because this could be Ooh, something you could yeah. do it home. I'm leaning in. <laughs> you can, I don't know if you can have links to whatever, yeah, but I, I can could. send you the, the template. So you okay, can see that'd be works. great. I could put it in the show notes. That would be cool. Yes. So I title it Notes of the Day. Okay. <laughs> And this is what I fill in. Coming in, I feel whatever, whatever I'm feeling like. I don't want to do this or I'm so excited to do this, whatever. I have a spot for ongoing notes just so I remember things like, oh, in chapter 12, don't forget, Izzy needs to be wearing her blue sweater or Mm -hmm. whatever. And then when I'm finished for the day, I do a little note on what I did, like, I know, chapter 12 and chapter 13, whatever, how it felt to do it Mm -hmm. something I learned and then like something I learned probably like about a character like I didn't know Izzy could hear the magpie talking in her head there's a magic magpie in one of my books so (laughs) something like that right and make a discovery right or I need to take more breaks I mean it can also be Mm -hmm. that right like I work too hard I need to take more breaks Mm -hmm. Uh, and then I put going out I feel so after my work session, how did I feel going out? 
I record the length of the session because mm-hmm. that somehow feels righteous to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at me. And even if I just had to do a, just a 15 minute session, right, I had to just yeah. touch in, I still record it because it's like, okay, time yeah, spent. You put in some right? time. It doesn't matter how, yeah. how much. Yeah. How much. Yeah. And then always a next step when, right? So, you know, if I'm in a big workflow, it's probably, again, tomorrow morning in my writing session at, you know, eight o'clock or whatever, but a little, little bit of breadcrumbs, uh, mm-hmm. where to start, right? Okay. Like, so, um, starting, uh, chapter 14, what does Dunny need at the scene's right. opening or something like that? It's often a question mm-hmm. that'll kick me, kick me off, right? Right. To start. And then... The hardest, hardest part for me and the part that Jen always laughs at me for because I can't do it. I keep forgetting to celebrate that I did some work, mm-hmm. right? Yes, and you know do. what? The interstitial so thing important. helps me with this as well because I will just go from task to task to task, mm-hmm. right? And not stop and not go, way to go, Pam. Right. You wrote for 15 minutes or you finished reading that person's short story and responded to them. And I'll just jump into the next one. Right. So I'm learning to pause. So I pause here and I, I say what, and the celebrations are, my celebrations are very simple. They're, right. they're like, go outside. Right. I usually <laughs> have a little dance party. <laughs> yes, exactly. A little dance That's great. party is so perfect. Right. And then move on to the next thing in your mm-hmm. day. So that's my journals, all of my journals that I do. That's awesome. That's, that gives people (laughs) lots of ideas. So thank you. (laughs) And yeah, we can connect that template too. So cool. I'll send it on to you just for, in case someone wants to try it out. I find it really, really useful. Good. Yes. Well, can you share with us, um, maybe some of your best, writing advice that you've gotten or even that you give my best writing advice Hmm. the best advice I ever got from a fellow writer I was at uh, the Sage Hill writing experience which is a summer uh, I can't remember if it's 10 days or two four weeks retreat here in Saskatchewan Uh where they bring in um, more senior writers or you know professional writers to work with people and I got to work with the amazing Canadian playwright, John Morrell. And it was so funny because I, I got into this thing. I was quite young and uh, I got in and I got a scholarship to go, which was really important to me because I didn't have any money and couldn't have afforded it otherwise. But I was in with John Morrell, who I'd studied in school and this trio of men from Saskatchewan, male playwrights, mm-hmm. who I totally admired, including one that's now my partner, Mansell Robinson, mm-hmm. um, and two others, Greg Nelson and Vern Thiessen. Uh-huh. And they wrote very political, very smart plays. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. And my stuff is not that. My stuff is like a nitty-gritty family trauma dramas right right? and um and trying for humor always but it's really like family-based kitchen sink 
kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was so nervous because I thought, oh, I'm just going to be a big loser in this class. And then there was a couple strangers I didn't know at all. I didn't know what their work was like. But John was amazing. Mm -hmm. He took me for a walk and he said, Pam, we'll talk about your play, the play I'm working on, this particular project. Mm-hmm. He goes, but what I really want to know, you are a writer. You will write. This I know. But I want to know what you want your life to look like. Mm. With that at the center of your life. I always wrote around the edges, right? I always right. had jobby jobs to pay the rent. Sure. Fit it in. And he said, if you could, like, what would you want your life mm-hmm. to look like? if you could put writing at the center. Oh, that's and I have held on to that. Yeah. He said, this is what I ask my own daughters. Uh-huh. Like he said, I don't, at this play, whatever. Like, it's good. It'll be good. You'll do it. It'll get produced, whatever. He goes, but I don't really care. Like what I care about is that you need to keep writing. So yes. you need to think about how you can build your life so that you can do that. And oh, that's, that's like, advice. I don't know, life advice, but writing right. advice. I think that can yeah. apply to anything. Yeah. When I was yeah. teaching, well, I would ask advice. my seniors something similar, you know, like, because yeah. I think they look at what they want to do or what am I good at or what classes and trying to decide a mm-hmm. career to go into. And I would ask them, well, what do you want your life to look like? You know, what do you want your days yes. to be like and your weeks and your months? And do you want to be married? Do you want a family? Do you, where do you want to live? Like, we need to consider all those things as well. And I don't think we sit down and really reflect on that as much as we probably should. Mm -hmm. I do that in my journal a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's my best advice. Yes. Take some time to sit back and look at life, right? Yeah. Exactly what you said. How do you want your days to unfold? Mm -hmm. So important. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any try this at home tips for our listeners? Like, I think I would say that the process journal, if, if you're working, working on a project, Mm -hmm. like, um, give this a whirl. And there's one thing I would say definitely about it. So I would keep in the forefront that it's a process journal, not a progress journal. Mm. Now there are there are people who do progress journals, right? And right. it's good to like they like the the trackers. I'm a tracker too, but right. they want to track pages, time, words, right? Mm-hmm. And I've heard those journals called treadmill journals. Oh, right? I have not heard of that. Okay. Yeah, and that can be a good thing, right? Sure. Like yeah, people absolutely. who do NaNoWriMo, right? Mm-hmm. Like they get their word count every day, and they get that For dopamine sure. hit that they did 1,500 words in a day, and it keeps them going. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for me, that's never been enough. And I will rebel. Like there's an inner rebel in me that's all like, <laughs> if I, if I start, I can do time maybe, yeah. but if I start word counting or page counting, mm-hmm. the magic will dry up for me. Right. I can't, Yeah. I can't do it. So my, the process thing is, even if you're tracking progress, even if you get a good hit out of like, I did my five pages today, right. I did my thousand words, I would also say 
the joy is in the doing, right? The joy right. is in the writing, mm-hmm. not in the having written, even though sometimes that feels better. Right. It <laughs> does. nitty gritty, right? <laughs> but I would say give yourself a pause to yeah. see how it really feels mm-hmm. for you to write. Like feel how you're resisting it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have time. Ah, I can't do this. I'm too tired. I just want to watch right. another episode of The Walking Dead or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> And then do it and then see how you feel afterwards. Yeah. And usually you'll just feel so much better. Oh, I couldn't Having agree done. more. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's my try at home. I love it. Focus on the process, not the product or right. the progress even. Yeah. Right. And whether that's writing or yeah. your career, your business, your life, your family, like whatever it, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like it can be the it 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 can be even if you're not going into a writing session, you 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 have tasks you have to do, right? Right. I have to do my taxes for my business. How do I feel going in? Horrible. Right. I want to do this, (laughs) you know. And then when you come out, how do I feel now? Right. Righteous. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Hooray! It's done. Hooray! I did it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Pam, is there anything else you'd like to share with listeners about journaling or um, I, anything else you have I going on? I do have um, a, an example. I, mean, I know I'm totally focused on this process journal thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. But I did find, like, I thought, I looked in my scribble, you know, because I mm-hmm. thought, ooh, sometimes I have life insights in there, right? And then I was like, no, I'm just really focused on how powerful this process journal could be. So I wanted to share an entry that I did um, in August of last year. Okay. When I was nearing, nearing the final passes on my newest novel. Okay. So it's very simple. So notes of the day coming in, I feel, oh my God, the resistance and fear is so strong upon me. I'm glad you are with me, Kai, and that we can do this together today. May we have fun. Kai is the magic magpie in the novel. Okay. So I was enlisting her help every day with writing when it was getting pretty scary for me. Yeah. I finished a pass at 5.25 p.m. I'm feeling so fine right now. I still have such big fears about how this book will turn out, but I am hereby celebrating that we have come this far. I think it is hanging together overall. I guess I still worry that the shifting point of view that develops as the story goes on might not work well enough. I see it as part of the watcher underpinning. Kai is part of a tribe of animals that I call watchers. Mm-hmm. So they watch the humans, right? Okay. Um, I see it as part of the watcher underpinning that we can make these shifts that we're all connected so the point of view can shift from person to person, that then we can start to see the we and our connections with each other. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it'll really work for the reader or if they'll just get annoyed by it. LOL. <laughs> but this has been a great day. Felt like maybe it'll all work out. Length of session, length of work session, one hour and 30 minutes. Next steps, when, tomorrow morning, I will take time to look through and gather the we notes I made for the next pass. So in that draft, I, I did a whole pass, but I also left comments like, look at this, look at that, look at that. Right. 
<laughs> that's what I was going to do the next day. Your bread. Breaths. And I, yes, and I celebrate this work with my five breaths and then hand on my heart. I thank Kai and everyone else, all the other characters in the book, including myself. Yes. <laughs> so that's, oh, that's how beautiful. I use this yeah. 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 Thank you for giving us that example and for sharing. No problem. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm trying to pitch the book to agents. So okay. send me all the good vibes. I will. <laughs> I will for sure. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I enjoyed our conversation. I really did too. And it's an honor to be on your podcast. Thank I am you. glad you are continuing with it. And I wish you all the best with it. I love listening in and I love hearing how other people use journals and what they get from it. And it's just a great topic. Yeah. I really like it. Well, thank you. Thank you, Pam. You're welcome. Thank you for joining Pam and I today on the podcast. I will put information about Pam and how to find her along with her process journal link in the show notes. Now go and write your day into a beautiful story. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. And you can get in touch with me through my website, jennifertraster.com, or on Instagram at jennifertracerwrites. Until next time, I'm Jennifer Traster. Thank you for joining me. And remember, you have the power to write your own story and live it. Mm -hmm.